great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning, Rita. <laughs> I can't tell. Those that know don't tell, and those that tell don't know. Thank you, Rita Cosby. <laughs> Great show. We'll keep it between us. Great show. <laughs> Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Folks, download the 77 WABC app, and here is what's coming up this hour. One, Carter Cares at about 45 minutes past the hour. And three stories that I am looking at that I'm interested in your take on. One, I'm really worried now more than ever that the hand of the United States will be forced as it relates to Ukraine. Ukraine, of course, bracing for a major attack, uh, putting the situation uh, the U.S. possibly uh, into this situation. This is President Zelensky is warning Russia may use chemical attacks. And, of course, now the uh, Russian eight-mile convoy headed towards Ukraine. I'm really worried about that situation. That's one of the stories. Two, and this is what we'll be talking about the first half hour, COVID. COVID numbers are up. Masks are back. Indoors, for indoors in the city of Philadelphia. This morning will be the second day for students up at Columbia University where they are back to wearing masks in the classroom. Numbers, COVID, are up tremendously in a number of states. New York's tally of uh, COVID-19 cases jumped 42% last week. New York City, dare I say it, dare I say it, mask, I know uh, for some of you, your heads may turn around, but mask may be coming back here to the tri-state area. My point of view, I, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that my assessment is not accurate, but I just have a funny feeling. And my point of view may not match uh, that of uh, most of, of you, but the way I look at it, and this has been my consistent, consistent position, I'm willing to do anything that the experts say will keep me safe. I know, folks, it, it comes down to how do you define expert, which experts, nobody likes Fauci, his 15 minutes are up, they've been ex ex extended for 15 years, it seems like. I get it. Story number three. What has taken so long? What has taken so long? Biden, President Biden, vows to crack down on ghost guns, weapons of choice for many 
criminals, untraceable firearms assembled from kits that have been used in a rising number of shootings. The president made the announcement today, but folks, it is a day late and a dollar short. Ghost guns are an increasing problem for law enforcement. So what Biden announced, what President Biden announced is a new rule that will make it illegal for businesses to manufacture, if you will, such kits without a serial number and for a licensed gun dealer to sell sell them without a background check. He insists the measure is not extreme as some of the gun lobby has claimed, but common sense. And I state all of this as it relates to the 17-year-old, which appears will be charged uh, as an adult in the killing of the uh, teenage girl in the Bronx. Folks, the bottom line is this. Criminals have a Ph.D. in escaping the law in terms of loopholes. Why do you think gangs have minors basically do their dirty work? Because a minor is looking at juvenile time for the most part. Talking about the 17-year-old in the Bronx shooting that killed a 16-year-old girl walking home from school. A ghost gun was used in, uh, apparently in, um, in that situation. Grief counselors were available for classmates of Anjali Yambo Monday at the school, University Prep Charter High School. Two other students were also wounded. The suspect, Jeremiah Ryan, just 17 years old, and here is what the young the young lady's mother has to say. I lost my life. I lost my daughter. And I have no words to say or even express to you what I'm feeling right now. And her sister as they are planning a funeral. We have to bury a daughter, a niece, granddaughter. No. We we can't we can't continue. I never oh my God. horrible situation. We are starting this half hour with COVID and we are taking your telephone calls. 800-848 WABC 800-848-9222. And so, you know, you may feel folks that I'm far fetched in terms of my assessment, but I don't think so. The city of Philadelphia is already moving to its second level of COVID-19 restrictions, which means that in Philadelphia, in all indoor public places, including schools, businesses, restaurants, and government buildings, you have to wear a mask. I understand that many of you are not going to agree with what I'm about to say. But the way I feel about this, folks, is by wearing masks, at least we can continue to go about our daily lives. Now, that's only under the assumption that the cases will continue to 
rise. I want to hear what you have to say. Every now and then, I like to have a uh, town hall discussion with you folks, and this morning is one of them. In terms of, I, I don't have a problem wearing the mask, but where I do have a problem is I'm over the age of 50, and how often are we going to be told that we have to get a vaccine? I mean, is this going to be an annual thing? Because that's the way it's uh, looking as of right now. We're taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We will start with uh, with a, a comment on Ukraine uh, from Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, good look, morning. Uh, having military experience, some years, uh, I've come to the conclusion that listening to all the facts and all the situations about Ukraine, what's going to happen is this war is not going to end. This war will continue. It's going to break down into more more localized uh, assaults and such. It's just going to continue. And the thing is that the whole premise, my belief is the whole premise is the Soviet Union wants to form a no man's land maybe 150 miles wide between NATO and them, because they know that something is coming up in their country, something big, and they don't want NATO to take the step forward. If you create this no man's land, anybody that walks into it from the West, from Europe, they're finished, okay? So you've stopped the enemy before they even got to your own legal territory. And the second, the second thing is, is that right now Russia is on a critical, critical edge because they have they have to pay off tons and tons of international debt, and they want to pay it off at rubles, and it's not going to work. These countries want gold or precious metals or diamonds, and they don't have it. So you have a country that's literally on the edge, ready to collapse, and meanwhile, they're still waging a war in Europe. That's pretty efficient. That's pretty efficient if you think of what, what I'm saying. Hmm. I, I'm listening to you, Phil, <laughs> and as you're speaking— what I'm thinking about, I understand what you're talking about, but but I'm thinking about the the immediate necessity of the war must end. And how do we get to that point? And as I said at the top, Phil, what I fear the most is I feel increasingly, maybe it's just my instincts at this point, that somehow... The, the U.S., which rightfully so, is helping Ukraine, and we're going to be seeing a situation where China may be helping Russia, and before you know it, it's going to be a situation where the U.S. is pulled into, and I'm just worried about where this goes, and thank you for the call, Phil, and I'm worried as it relates to President Zelensky issuing the warning that Russia may use uh, chemical weapons. As I mentioned, I want to have a town hall, if you will, right now on the topic of COVID. And, you know, I've listened to a number of you. I've listened to other WABC hosts. I've listened to the point of view for many of you that you feel that this is now just part of our way of life. And we're going to have to adjust and go on as normal as possible. 
But let's see what some of you folks will articulate this morning as it relates to COVID, as it relates to what's going on in Philadelphia with the mask returning, and right here in our backyard at Columbia University. Let's go to John in Freehold, New Jersey. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Thank you. Uh, first-time caller. I love. I just started listening to you. I love your show. Thank you. Very kind of you to say. So um, I was going to say, I don't agree with the masks because, you know, when, when COVID started till now, there's, there's been so many different rules and ideas yes. and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. yes, it, it said that the masks, unless you have an N95 mask, which has to be fitted to your face, nothing's going to protect you. So I, I, and nobody's wearing the N95 ones. No one's getting them fitted. So does it really protect anyone? I don't think so. I, I I think they're doing this just for the illusion of fear and control. Hmm. Hmm. And you know, you know, John, I I thought about that part of it as well. I know that some of you of the uh, WABC family feel that this is being done with the midterms right around the corner in terms of the election, and uh, you, you know, I I mean, I hear that point of view. But what I'm going on as of right now is that the numbers are going up. And, I, you know, I, I just don't know how this ends for us. Because, John, maybe you can tell me how you feel about this before I move on. Because it's like, it's like we're on a roller coaster. We go through the, the height of it. Then there's the fear, the panic. And then we, we come out of it. And then there's this great joy that our lives may return to normal. And then here we go again. Is that a is that an accurate way to portray what's going on? I I would say so. But, you know, if, I, I think, in my opinion, that the, the strains are definitely getting weaker and weaker. So, yes, we're, you know, it's it's still going on. It's coming back. But every wave that comes back gets weaker and weaker. I think it'll just get to the point of like, like how the flu is, but there's no one shot to cure the flu and the flu's around every year. There's no cure. And that, you know, right. Right. Something we got to live with. I think. Well, John, I thank you for the call from New Jersey. Let's go to the Bronx. Let's say good morning to Tom. Tom, you're on uh, talk radio 77 WABC. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. I'd like to say that, in my opinion, Pelosi never had a disailment. I don't believe that. I believe it's a hoax. That the, the way to keep it intact is to have officials, uh, our mayor, supposed to have it too, or claim. <clears throat> the claim is that, and I believe that's a hoax too. Okay, so There's wait. a way to keep the story going. Okay, but wait, wait, Tom. So, so you're telling me that you believe that all these officials are part of some conspiracy and that all the people that went to the gridiron uh, uh, affair in Washington that have test pos- positive since the event, they're all making this up. That, that's a good part of this case. The other idea would be maybe down there, I wonder what Fauci's doing on his day's off. Is he spreading this ailment some way or what? Okay. I mean, in other words, that's another way to look at it. Mm-hmm. So, 
Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tom, for the call. And and you have a great morning. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC LQ in the Bronx. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Uh, uh, yes, Dominic. Uh, good morning. Uh, good God morning. mercy on us all. Um, as far as the, the, um, real fast with the uh, the, um, the the by the 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 uh, mass, I think that's just a mass to prepare, really. For, um, you know, I'm sorry about, uh, you know, of course, the mayor getting it, but he is millions of people getting it, and they just point into mandatory. The next thing is mandatory testing, mandatory testing. And as far as uh, the ghost gun thing, you said it. It's Johnny come lately. They've been talking about that for years, and all of a sudden, oh, my goodness. Um, oh, it's ghost guns. They haven't been doing anything but sitting back on it. Now, hey, LQ, to your second point first. Listen, I, I understand the pressure from from the gun lobby uh, that Washington has been under. And, you know, as we head into the midterms, and I, I firmly believe what my position, which has consistently been, that the Republicans are going to uh, uh, take back the House. We'll, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I was thinking about the shooting in the Bronx and, you know, the, the president with all this fanfare and the Democrats today, ghost guns are nothing new. They've been killing our children, killing innocent people for a few years. And now we're finally trying to get some action. Is that the way you see it? Absolutely. And your first issue on COVID, do you think that we may be forced to return to mask? How do you see this in New York? I, um, yes, I do. But the purpose of the aim of it is to do mandatory testing. That's mm-hmm. the, it's just a, but they're going to say, oh, like the other previous caller said, oh, this mask doesn't work and this doesn't. Oh. We'll just make it mandatory testing for everybody. Well, LQ, I thank you for the for the uh, the comments on on each of the issues, COVID as well as crime. Let's go uh, to Paramus, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Walker. Walker, good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Dominic, good morning. Uh, the roller coaster analogy is very apropos. Because the roller coaster is like conservation of energy. The first hill is the biggest one. That was the um, COVID alpha, the mm-hmm. delta, mm-hmm. the one that put people on ventilators. Yes. And now we're getting weaker. You know, the Omicron, you know, it's like a little cold. And the next one's going to be a little weaker. You can't go to a higher hill after you go up that big hill. Hey, Walker, you know? but, but, but you, know, you know what I'm afraid of? Um, and I, I've talked about this before. Uh, I'm diabetic and I have high blood pressure. What scares me to death, I don't know about you folks, but what scares me to death is still the fear. And and maybe maybe it's it's overreacting on my part, but the fear that should I catch it, that, you know, I may be one of those that where I'm more hard hit and it starts to attack the organs. That's what I'm worried about. Hmm. But I mean, it's like that roller coaster. The big ones, the Boom, you go down that big hill, and then the next hill's still not that big, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And that's, mm-hmm. even the, the pandemic of 1918 was the same way. It got weaker and weaker. It mutated, and then it was gone. And you don't even hear about the pandemic of 1918. There's very little written about it. And what it gave us was big radiators, big boilers, and open windows. Building codes didn't change. It was like, meh, after two years, it was gone. So, Walker, I've got to take a commercial break, but what does your heart tell you for where we are headed as it relates to COVID in the uh, New York tri-state area? Uh, I think it's deja vu. I think it's, like you say, all these elected officials, you know, uh, we had it with Joe DiVincenzo in Essex County, and it was, oh, Joe DiVincenzo got it. This is serious. And the police talked to you like you were Osama bin Laden if you went to Branchbrook Park because Joe DiVincenzo got COVID. And, you know, I'm a citizen. I'm a taxpayer. I'm not Osama bin Laden. I said, you want to go up to the crooks, get the guys who stole the 2020 election. Leave me alone. Well, Walker, I, I thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are discussing a number of topics this morning. Right now, we are taking on the issue of COVID, Philadelphia for indoor events. You have to wear the mask again at Columbia University in class in our area. Today will be day number two of going back to the mask. I, I'm having, if you will, a town hall with you folks in terms of a snapshot of how you see this issue right now. We see all the calls. I've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Ann in Staten Island. Dominic Carter here with you. We'll be right back. We are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you. We are talking the situation as it relates to COVID. The numbers are on the increase in in a number of states around the country. And I fear, I fear that we may be forced to go backwards in terms of precaution to, and I'm almost afraid to say it because I know the knee-jerk reaction that people have to uh, mask. Um, and so I mentioned anyway, uh, I'm going to go to Ann in Staten Island, and I'm going to go to Pete in New Hampshire. So let's begin with Ann. Good morning, Ann. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's been a while since I called in, but I can't resist. Well, thank you. Um, We're glad that you couldn't resist. <laughs> What I feel that nobody is addressing is the fact that we have thousands and thousands of people coming across the border. There was just another plane load of people that were dropped off in Westchester this weekend. They do not have to get vaccinated. And, if they don't want and, to get vaccinated, they don't have to. And they could be bringing all these, you know, they could be bringing this here. We don't know if they're infected. They're not tested. They don't have to. You like, are it, preaching it, to the choir. You're preaching to the choir. I feel exactly the same way that you do. In fact, a number of Democrats in the Senate uh, are starting to articulate the same point of view that you are as uh, next month, Title 42 was gone. And of course, as we all know, that was the Trump 
administration policy that using COVID and the health issue where they were able to deny um, uh, migrants from entering the country. And so that's going to be gone. So, and just imagine what the southern border is going to look like very soon. Just imagine that as all of these COVID numbers are swirling around on the increase. Absolutely. That, that, that to me is the first issue. That to me is so obvious and very few people are addressing it, Dominic. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. You know, there should be more publicity about this, more something. It's nothing against the people, but it's the policy, you know. I mean, Trump should have said, let everybody in who wants to come in, and then they wouldn't have let everybody in, you know what I'm saying? Right, you're saying just, just the opposite of what he said. It would have been yeah, just the absolutely. opposite. So, so Anne, yeah, before, before I let you go, what does your heart tell you right now as it relates to COVID and where things stand? Or is the worst past us? No, I don't think so, because as long as they keep letting people into the country that are not vaccinated, Mm -hmm. we don't stand a chance. You know, they make us masks. They make Well, I I didn't get vaccinated, but they, they insist on getting people get vaccinated. If you don't get vaccinated, you're considered to be like something's wrong with you mentally, which is not true. Right. Uh, And. And yet, plain loads of people, it's going to get worse, Dominic, if we don't stop this. I I agree with you. And I I thank you for the call, and you have a wonderful morning. Let's go from Staten Island to New Hampshire. Let's say good morning to Pete. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom. Love you. Love your show. Thank you. Love you, too, man. All right. I'm, I'm a Vietnam vet. Number, Thank you for your one, service. Thank two. you. And you're welcome for my service as well. I got to say one thing. Don't think that, you know what? Eric Adams is a skunk. And you know why I say that? Number one. Uh, well, number two. And uh, 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 Curtis Lewa should have been the mayor of New York. He could have cleaned up the streets a long time ago. Anyways, I'm going to move fast forward, uh, Dom. Uh, love you, brother. And Thank you. Uh, the, other, the other thing is I got to say about it, speak about it is at the uh, the mid elections. You know, you know what uh, the uh, 22 uh, mid elections, mid okay? midterm elections. Right. Yes. Right, right, right. Ready for this one, right, Dom? Go ahead. Go ahead. All these all these a holes, okay? They're gonna come out and they're gonna and and Fauci, Poo Doctor Poo and the CDC, they're all a bunch of skunk eaters. And what they're gonna do is, Dom, they're gonna bring on the show to cover up for the elections, and they're gonna and the Democratic parties, no matter where they are, and twenty four as well, Dom, they're gonna pull out all the stops to rig the elections again. We're going to see the same crap show. You know what I'm saying, Dom? Yes, and, it, and I, I – go ahead, they're, Pete. They're going to pull the COVID show. You follow me? Yeah, I, I, I follow you, Pete. I thank you for the call. You know, folks, uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've listened to a drumbeat of callers that have said basically, essentially, exactly what Pete said, that COVID is going to be used as a smokescreen going into the – the uh, 22 uh, this year, I believe is what, seven months away? 
The midterms are seven months away. And if you're a Democrat right now, you have got to be very, very worried. We're talking COVID right now, but let me give you the latest poll number, right? And whether Democrats want it to happen or not, Biden is going to have coattails, but these are not the type of coattails that you want going into an election. This is not what you want if, if you're a Democrat, because it's a losing hand. If you're playing poker, it's a losing hand for Democrats going into the midterms. I'm going back to your calls in just one second on COVID, but this is the the latest uh, poll from CBS News. Midterm elections just seven months away, right? And President Biden's popularity has dropped to its lowest point yet in a CBS News uh, poll that was just released the other day. 42% of Americans approve of Biden's performance, just 42%. His approval rating is low across the board. I've been telling you this for months. Oh, Dominic, you're not being fair to President Biden. No, it's the handwriting on the wall, folks. It's the handwriting on the wall. So his numbers are low across the the board, including uh, demographics that generally support Democrats, right? Including racial minorities and young people. People under the age, and this is a CBS News poll, People under the age of 30 give Biden a resounding thumbs down with 57% saying they disapprove of the, uh, of the uh, president, right? And the numbers just go, his numbers are down as it relates to uh, black voters, Latino voters. If you're, if you're Biden, this is not what you are looking for. So, for example, 54% of Hispanics disapprove of Biden. 33% of African Americans disapprove. And 22% of people who voted for Biden in 2020 also disapprove. If that number of African Americans stays where it's at, or if core Democratic voters stay home, the Democrats can say bye-bye, bye-bye. And so this is why I consistently state that I don't see Biden running for re-election in 24. And then when you when you add this uh, Title uh, 42 uh, mess that's about to happen at the southern border, there's just no way. There is just no way. Let's go to, let's see here. Let's go to... Dave, Dave in Media, Pennsylvania, wants to talk about ghost guns, which the president made his announcement today, Dave, that they are cracking down. They plan to crack down. Do you buy it? Uh, I don't I don't buy it. I, well, let's put it this way. I just think it's a decoy distraction from the failures that are happening on the border. Uh, mm. What really needs to happen, you probably you talked about this, Dominic, is, you know, enforcing the laws. It's just another and another way just to bad mouth uh, and blame guns on crime instead of blaming it on criminals. So I, I don't I don't believe, I don't buy the sincerity behind it. I'm not saying ghost guns aren't a, ba- a problem; they should be addressed. But I don't think that's the reason why they're addressing it at this time. 
and and they're still uh, a day late and a dollar short, Dave. As I said earlier, but I do I do agree with you. You're on to something there. And okay, the ghost guns—they're a major problem. But what about the person that's pulling the trigger? What about those criminals? And so you that's just right. brought that up. And so, Dave, you are one thousand percent dead on. And that is yet another reason why I say the Democrats are in deep trouble. I, I'm not so sure what's going to happen with the Senate, but with the with the House, it, it, it's it's a done deal. Let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Um, just briefly, if I could, on COVID and your concerns, I get it completely. I'm not a spring chicken, but thank God I'm pretty well, thank the Lord. But I do care for my mom who's elderly and, you know, has had, you know, numerous things go wrong. And uh, other family members I'm around that are sick. So I get it, you know, um, the concerns of people with pre-existing, you know, comorbidities. So mm-hmm. um, my only concern for you is just be careful with the mask because the mask sort of is a false sense of security. Thank God these strains aren't that that um, troublesome, but they can be for people, you know, with uh, mm-hmm. situations, you know, mm-hmm. complicated medical situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so my only thing was you might want to talk um, to your doctor, and I suggest other people. I don't know that you take vitamin D3. I do. Um, I was going to say, do you take a good dose of it? Because a lot of people just take like 500 milligrams or something. You should take at least 2,500 of the, um, you know, dose on that and people you should you know talk to your doctor about it a lot of people aren't aware that um that's been a really big thing people with low vitamin d levels have been really struggling with covid mm-hmm. and, well, um, I, jennifer i started taking it before covid so but oh, but yes yeah and also like vitamin c and and things like that there are things you can do to promote your overall well-being and i think that's been uh something that we've been negligent in um you know the 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 powers that be and and letting people know there are ways to boost your immune system, especially if you're not well, you know, and um, Jennifer, if you are gonna be, I, I've, I've, I've asked every other um, uh, call of this question. So I'm going to put it to you. What, what does your, what does your, in, what are your instincts telling you is the worst as it relates to COVID past us? Uh, might we be hit again the way we were initially? I don't think any of us believe that. But what what does what does your 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 heart tell you? I, I am just kind of looking at it from what I've heard more than anything from not like Fauci, but other doctors that I actually have faith in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say that the virus doesn't want to get rid of the host, which would be people. So that's why it becomes less virulent um, overall. And also with our natural immunities, where so many people have been affected, hopefully there's more of a herd, herd immunity. So I think maybe going into the winter seasons, like some people are saying with flu, it will probably be more troublesome because we're all indoors more and so forth. Um, so I'm hoping that my inclination is right, that it won't be as bad overall, but we might go through waves where it gets a little worse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in the colder, you know, wherever you are, like um, where you're indoors more. And that's why sometimes down south, like in Florida, there's been worse in the um, summer because they're hot, you know, hot weather, and they all go indoors when we're, you know, in, when our time indoors is the winter. So that's when it seems to hit the worst. And 
people should be careful too with masks because so surgical masks, the ones with the blue and you know the little, they say that's about eleven percent protection, um, which is better than none. But and even like the N95s, the KN95s, they really have to be fitted really well to your face. So um, just be careful. I think that's all we can do, and do help to boost your immune system. And you know I adore you, Dominic. And I actually was thinking of that last night, so I'm glad you're on the vitamin D. And check your dose, and you can check it with your doctor too. Well, thank you, thank you, thank (laughs) thank you for the call, Jennifer. I always look forward to uh, to chatting with you. So uh, Sunday night into. Monday. So that was last night. <laughs> that was last night. Uh, Curtis Lee uh, was giving me a, a hard time messing with me about my cat. And so my cat, Beyonce, who who is uh, uh, has the name of Beyonce, but my cat is a uh, is a boy. And so I posted on my uh, Twitter for Mr. Sliwa and his wife, uh, Nancy, my uh my cat beyonce and you you can go see it and um and you know someone made a joke and it was a nice joke and they said oh your cat's a um, your cat's a boy and and your cat is white that's what someone posted as as a joke and my joke in response back is that my cat my dog dolce my turtle ricky they're all african american it, it's all in fun folks uh, on this uh uh, on this, uh, what, 41 minutes past the hour of uh, midnight. And listen, folks, listen to the Cats Roundtable, and we will continue with your telephone calls as it relates to COVID. We'll go to Dominic and Wapping Just Falls, uh, Wilfred and Newark, for all over the area. But listen to the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8. Here, John Katsimatidis talks Ukraine with Mike Pompeo. What's going on? Everybody in America really wants to know the truth, and everybody's apprehensive. You tell us. Well, John, it's good to chat with you. You know, we're watching the the horrors in Ukraine, and we we know that had America done the right thing in the fall, had we had we delivered on our commitments to the Ukrainians by helping them have the tools that they needed to defend themselves, there'd be there'd be less violence and less terror taking place in that place today. I hope the Biden administration will get on their front foot. I hope they'll lean forward. The Ukrainians haven't asked for a single soldier or marine. They've simply asked for the tools to defend their own sovereignty, and, and we could do a lot more for them. WABC. Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Folks, I'm going to be uh, very, very candid and honest with you. There are some stories, uh, maybe it's a sign that I'm getting older, but there are some stories that just uh, make me become emotional. And, uh, you know, and I try and, and hide the tears and I try and go into a back room where no one can see me. And sometimes uh, once um, I actually was uh, here at the radio station crying over a story when the program director walked in and he was like, Dominic, what is wrong? And, you know, this was when that that elderly man was attacked by the kids on the bus and it was like six on one. But what it, this is one of those types of stories, and it relates to that shooting in the Bronx, but it's about one of the other victims. And it's from the perspective of the mother of shooting victim Isaiah Duncan. He's 17 years old, and his mother is saying that 
he has to live. He was shot in the leg. Uh, he he was much more fortunate than the young lady. She lost her life. Another person was also shot. And his mother is saying that he has to live with it every day. Think about the trauma. You're 17 years old. And when he looked down, he says he saw his own blood. And the part that got me emotional was that a bystander came to his aid and was pressing his leg and telling him, young man, you're going to be okay. Think about the trauma. Now, he could see the, the young lady that's shot, and she's dead. And it it could be him. And so the young man and his mother, they are telling the story of how this young man, 17 years old, is suffering flashbacks and nightmares after the ghost gun attack that killed the uh, the 16-year-old girl. And so I'm just, I, I'm feeling the pain of, um, and also the, you know, the fear. He lives right across the street from the school, that he doesn't want to go back to school, that he's scared. And it's 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 got to be a worst-case uh, scenario. Let's go back to the issue of COVID. And, of course, coming up at 1 a.m. this morning, Frank Marano the other side of midnight, I mentioned uh, that we would go to uh, Wilford and Dominic. So let's start with Wilford in Newark, New Jersey on COVID. And then we'll go to Dominic up in Wappingers Falls. Good morning, Wilford. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning. I tell you that the virus has been a big con. They told you two million people were going to die. Then it came down to a couple hundred thousand. And then they were still lying. They told you you had to wipe things off and all these things they put up for you because they wanted to take credit for it for the next election. So it's a con. Think about it. Then they have you cleaning the uh, – I'll put it this way. They told you the virus, the fake, the fake vaccine was going to cure everything. Then they, came, then they came out and they tell you that, oh, it only lasts six months. But before they did all that, they wouldn't let anybody talk anything against the virus. Remember, remember when they hmm. told you natural immunity won't work. Remember they told you that, and we so, can't make a so 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 Wilfred. So yes, all, all the places that had to um, bring in portable morgues because they didn't have enough spaces in their morgue. All of that was was made up a conspiracy. No, no, it was made up. It was just a wreck. The flu that came in, and then you found out it only really affected people that had certain disabilities. In this. Okay. All right. Wilfred, right. well, I thank you. I thank you for the call. Um, obviously, I disagree with your assessment. I think that COVID uh, is real. I don't know whether it's man-made or not. I have no idea, but it's real. It's killing people. It's continuing to kill people. And I know that I don't want to take a gamble with my life as it relates to COVID. And that's why if it's necessary to mask up again, whether or not it's effective or not, if the medical experts say that it will help, and let's just say it only adds 5% uh, of more protection. That's 5% more than what I had. That's the way that I look at it. Let's go to Dominic, our friend Dominic in Wapping Just Falls. Good morning, Dominic. How are you this morning? Dominic, how are you? How you been, my... <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, Dominic. I haven't spoken to you in a long time. Hey, man, but you, you've been in my thoughts. What's going on? Well, listen, I went to a wedding about uh, two weekends ago. Okay. And I'm on the dance floor. I'm on the dance floor. I'm dancing with all my sister-in-laws, and I'm dancing with the bride. Brother-in-law's up. Everybody's uh, dancing. Well, we get a phone call a couple of days later that uh, five people I was dancing with came down with COVID. Wow. Okay? My wife and I didn't get the COVID, and we were right next to these people. We were talking to them. We were hugging them. We were doing all this other stuff. My wife and I didn't get it, but the five people I know got it. And you re- you you want to know something? They're over it now. They got it. Well, that's good. They got a little. That's what I'm saying. So I think if you are vaccinated, I think that's the big issue. I think that if if you're vaccinated, I think that's a that's a big plus to get people out of this. As far as masking up and and. And and doing all the, all, I think this is all political, Dom. I really believe this is just a political ploy for the for the Democrats to get control control of us again. And uh, that's just my that's my my take on it. Okay, I mean, and, hey, hey, Dominic, you're not the first person to state that, and you probably will not be the last. I mean, we are in the middle of uh, an election year. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the Democrats, at least in the House, are in big, big trouble. And they know it. And I also have another issue. Uh, you, you keep complaining about the the, uh, the crime. And, and I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. The crime is, is out of control. But let me tell you something. I work with a lot of, lot of African-American people, and I work with a lot of whites, and predominantly the black and some whites hated Giuliani. Giuliani cleaned up the city, but they hate him. They called him a Nazi. So my point is, they don't want to correct this problem. Otherwise, they'd be voting these people out that want law and order. So I don't think this is ever going to go away. I think you're going to have crime. And one more other thing. I just want to, I want to, uh, it's a corrective criticism on your part. Go for it. I know you're very... Yes, you're very into college, and I agree with you. I think the young young kids need to go to college, but you're forgetting one thing: the trades. I'm a tradesman. I make six figures. Yes, no, too. no, no. You're not correct. You're, you're not correct. Everybody can, not everybody can go to college. You're correct. And I'm telling you, the, the trades are, are a great a great skill to have. You are Dominic. You are correct. That is that is fair criticism. It is accurate criticism. And going forward, as much as I push college, I will push trade as well. In the trade schools and the trades, the plumbing, electrician, and so on. You are a thousand percent correct. So I thank you uh, for that call. I'm not. Hey, Dominic. Th- th- this is a night where I I need a breather. So I'm not. I'm not going into the racial politics of uh, of crime. Um, I, I will just say this one little thing. So I was I was talking with with my wife this evening, Marilyn, right? And and I said, you know, the one or two people of color is only one or two that you know go <laughs> whatever when I talk about crime. And I said, explain it to me. What What's the problem? And she gave me the best explanation that I've ever heard. She said, Dominic, 
you know, especially in the black community, we like to keep our dirty laundry uh, out of the public. And I thought about it, and that's true. But, Dominic, listen, thank you for the call. But at the same time, I mean, how can we keep our dirty laundry in the closet when everybody else sees it? And we're just in denial if we think that everybody else don't see it. But, again, I want to reprieve tonight from racial politics and all of what goes into that. And so I will continue to take your calls on COVID this morning. So some of you believe that COVID is a hoax. Robert in Clifton, New Jersey, are you one of those folks? In the planned scamdemic, you wouldn't have even heard about this if Hillary Clinton won the election. There was a bunch of viruses during Obama's eight years. You never heard anything. If you really trust the government that much, I understand, Dominic, you have at least three comorbidities you mentioned, the diabetes, the weight, the blood pressure. You should do everything to protect yourself, and God bless you. I love you. Hey, the Robert. Size of the virus. Hey, you know what? Virus, Robert, Robert, let me just say this. You, you know why I love you, man? Because you, you just disagree with me, but you did it in a way that's very respectful, and I can relate to that. Because I'm one, of, I'm the type of talk show host. Let me just say this, Robert. And so we're going to talk to you, and then we're going to bring in Frank Morano. We can agree to disagree on certain issues, but I do not do the disrespect thing. There are some hosts that love to engage in the name calling and oh, you're this and that back and forth with the uh, callers. I'm not one of them. If you do the name calling thing. You're not going to be on with me. But please continue, Robert. Yeah, I just wanted to say, I don't think we disagree. You have at least three comorbidities, maybe more. I just, you mentioned right. what you mentioned. Right. I'm a lot older than you. I'm, I'm very close to 70. I do at least an hour and a half of intense uh, cardio, aerobics, every day. The lady that was on, I've been taking mega of doses my whole life. My mom was into that, of D3, zinc. Uh, even uh, you, a lot of people don't realize that hydrochloroquine is just synthetic quinine. So you could buy tonic water with natural quinine in it. If you want it stronger, you could get the bark from the quinine tree uh, called cinchurona. So the thing is, is, it depends on your health and your predisposition. I do think the virus, the gain of function, was definitely up a little bit. But I think you have less to worry about. If you haven't gotten the disease in all this time, uh, the natural history of viruses is that they do get weaker and weaker. Uh, that lady was explaining that, that they don't want to kill. They just want to survive. So whatever you've been doing, if you haven't got it, I just think you should just keep doing what you're doing. But, you know, the healthy people that I think it's primary season, they're going to do the drop boxes again. Uh, and we're going to see how much the Republicans are going to do for voter integrity. But I do believe it's a, a scamdemic. I'm not okay. saying the disease isn't there. It's a dangerous disease. But Fauci gave money to Echo Health that went to the Wuhan lab and the gain of functioning. I, I got you. Robert, I, I thank you for the call. I have to step in because we have a lot of calls. We're short on time. And I'm joined by Frank Morano. So, Frank Morano, I got a question to ask. I'm you. ready. So, Robert just made a good point. You know, exercise and so on. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. I just don't have the strength, you know. 
And so, like, I'm told, well, you don't have to exercise. Just walk around your block. But I, you're going to laugh at me when I tell you this. With the season changing, I'm afraid to walk around the block, which is about a half a mile all the way around the block, right? Because I'm afraid with the weather uh, getting, it's going to sound weird, getting uh, warmer, I'm afraid that we have bears. Oh, boy. And, no, seriously. No, seriously. I- I believe and, you. I just can't imagine moving to a community that has bears. Yeah, and, and they, they walk around. And sometimes you, you can see where they've uh, pooped, and sometimes you can uh, they knock over your garbage cans. And what I'm afraid of is my dog is an old man now. Right. And, and, if, and if you think you're going to attack my dog, me and my dog are going to be on the news because you're not going to attack my dog. <laughs> but anyway, so what do you think about that and what do you have coming up? Well, look, uh, I think uh, everybody should get as much exercise as they can. Uh, that being said, I would do it where bears can't reach you. I mean, that would be my advice, and that's not sanctioned by any public health authority at all, but it stands to reason. Where I am in Staten Island, I hear there's a coyote on the loose. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear there's a coyote. So I've had to brush up on my coyote etiquette. we got an action-packed show for you, uh, for the folks listening. Coming up at around uh, 20 after 1, we're going to talk with Scott Ritter, who you might remember. He worked with General Schwarzkopf. He was a U.N. weapons inspector, a Marine intelligence officer. We're going to break down the latest with Russia and Ukraine, including the allegations of genocide, of war crimes, and including at least one claim that Russia might have used chemical weapons in uh, in Mariupol. So we're going to get into that, and then a little bit later, not directly related to the Russian thing, but not completely uh, foreign to it, is the issue of gas prices. So Ellen Wald is one of the brightest scholars when it comes to energy prices in the whole country, maybe even the whole world. She's going to join me as well. We're going to go through uh, letters that we've got from the week. We've got some interesting letters, and uh, we'll manage to squeeze in a laugh or two as well. Let's uh, let's go to one more phone call, one or two more calls. Audrey, our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Audrey, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. It's got to be quick. We only have a few seconds left. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm just sickened by this nonsense of COVID not being real. For all the people that want to be side-chair doctors. Say that again, Audrey. Go, go ahead. Say that again. All the folks that want to be side-chair doctors and don't believe that yet so far, this gentleman said about the people that died, thus far there's 494,587,000 cases right now and over 6 million people are dead global-wide. So be stupid. Don't be stupid. I like right. to live. This right. is real. Thank well, you. Audrey, I have more to say, but I have to rush. Well, Audrey, thank you for being the talk show host and, and acknowledging the time uh, commitment that we have. Folks, you want to keep it right there. If you want to be educated, to learn something, and to just have great talk, you want to keep it right there. And have some fun. We'll have and some have fun some too. fun. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight. Dominic Carter, I'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same station. Talk Radio 77. W-A-B-C. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.